everyone, welcome to our live Facebook streaming on spiritism and the spirit world around us. It's our Facebook group. We come and we try and live stream every Wednesday at 7 o'clock Eastern time, 4 o'clock Pacific, all time zones in between and around the world. Of course, this is at uh, 7 o'clock at night, Pacific um, Eastern time and 4, 4 o'clock p.m. on Pacific time. So we are, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Leon Denise here and here after a great book. You can get it on PDF. Let's look up Leon Denis PDF. You, you can find that book. You can go to my site, nwspiritism.com. And, and in the search section, type in PDF. It'll, it'll give you lots of links to, um, to uh, articles and notes and blogs I've written about what books you can get on PDF. You can also click on the picture of Alan Kardec. Let me show you that. And it will take you to a bookstore where you can get many uh spiritist books who i would recommend i would recommend you go there so and here is a picture of alan kardec another wonderful author alan kardec of course uh is the codifier of spiritism he codified it in the 1850s he was present at a mediums meeting and actually well before i say that Alan Kardec's movie is coming out on Netflix. I don't know if it's, I haven't seen, I haven't seen it yet. I hope it has uh, English subtitles. I certainly hope it, I saw it in Portuguese when I was in Brazil. It's a good movie. You, you'll tell you about Alan Kardec, what he went through, how he, he was not a believer in this type of thing at all. And then the spirit started talking to him. He sent a questions of not talking to him, talk to mediums. He sent different mediums throughout different geographical locations. The same question, and he didn't codify those, the answers to those questions unless more than one medium agreed, or most of them agreed, either very similar or exact messages from spirits. Therefore, he did a wonderful job. This is this spiritism is really in effect what was promised to us in the New Testament by Jesus. I will send you a consoler, the spirit of truth, to tell you more, to paraphrase it. And Spiritism is the third revelation. They are telling us more. Leon Denis, who, after Alan Kardec, he was called the Apostle of Alan Kardec, one of them, he wrote more books. And that's what we're exploring tonight, is Leon Denis' book, uh, Here and Hereafter. Of course, you can get that on PDF. I'm actually reading his book, After Death, right now. I got that on Kindle, so you can look, for, look that up also. But you can get... The Spirit's Books on PDF, you can get it on Kindle, you can get a paperback either from the Spirit, uh, one of the Spirit's websites I have in, on my blog, nwspiritism.com. Just click the picture of Alan Kardec and you will uh, be taken to that to that Spirit's Book uh, website. So I want everyone to uh, know that that is out there. So let's talk about the exciting thing because this is exciting. But, so... Leon Denis tells us so many things. This book was published in, was in 1909. And what he's telling us, the spirits are everywhere in the universe. There is life everywhere. And if, for those of us who are younger and don't remember when, they, when people you know, learn about string theory and, and so forth, is we always were told that space was a vacuum. There was nothing in there. 
spiritism, of course, even in the spirit book, Genesis tells us that space is full, right? And it's everything is vibrating, everything, uh, light transmits from, from vibration to vibration. Those things are all in the spirits books, the uh, book of Genesis and other writings. You read these things. And yet we were told for many, many years that there was nothing in there. It was just a vacuum. But now string theory comes through and says, no, the universe is full of stuff. Well, yes, it is. We've been told that. I saw a YouTube video. I forgot the person's name. He said, yeah, the universe is full. Everything's connected. And I, and, and, and the answer is yes, yes, we know that. Spiritism tells us that. Everything is connected. There's data moves. Everything, everything we think, everything we do, it's all recorded. Our thoughts go out into the universe to come back around to us. The universes, I should say. Every, there is there is is the universal cloud, you know, par excellence. It's everything is recorded. Everything is there. And you can move. If you're a high spirit, you can move from whatever environment that you create that you want to go to, it's called a politician, and you just move by the speed of thought. You just go to where you want by thought. So now let's talk about how, what Leon Denis said. Now, this is all things that I've gotten from reading Leon Denis, Alan Kardec, Chico Xavier, uh, Yvonne Piera, and, and you know, others, uh, Devaldo Franco, spiritist uh, mediums who interpret and create uh, spiritist writings. Uh, hello. Oh, and it says, says I don't know why, but it says Facebook user. So if you, uh, I don't don't understand why I'll, when I do spiritism spirit around us streaming sites, it's not telling telling me the name. So if you could give me your name, uh, if you ask a question, that would be great. Okay. So now let's look at his what he is talking about. He, he's in the chapter thirty-three, the life of space. This is what he says. Were we to believe certain religious doctrines, the earth would be at the exact center of the universe. While over our heads, the sky like a round roof would be spread. In the upper part, we are told, heaven is located. While the gloomy videx of hell, oh, Jacob, hello, Jacob. While the gloomy videx of hell bore into the bounds of earth. So of course that is the old uh, Catholic view of the universe. We were in the center, right? But modern science and spirit revelation, of course, remember, he's reading, he wrote this in the in 19, early 1900s, have destroyed such conceptions by revealing to us a vast universe flecked with countless inhabited worlds. Heaven is omnipresent. On every side, we are met with the incommensurable, the infinite. Turn where we will. There are suns and spheres, innumerable huge bodies beside which our earth is but a puny unit. So now, Sorani's telling us, more information. In all the great infinitude of space, there are no longer any confined dwelling places for spirits. The purer they are, the freer they become. They move through this vast infinitude and travel to where their affinities or sympathies call them. So what he is telling us is what we've been told in the books by Chico Xavier and Reverend G. Val Owen, is that the higher the spirit, the more range. Now, why is that? So the way the divine laws work is they work with the law of affinity. And as you go into one of the levels of heaven or, or down below the lower zone or the dark abyss, you cannot rise higher than what level you are 
because you're too dense, your mat is too dense. And if you try to go higher, you just can't stand the environment. It's, it's too much light. You're not ethereal enough, right? You have more matter. Uh, you have a more uh, ratio of matter to energy and the other spirits on that on that level. And you, you just, it, you, your body cannot take it. Therefore, but if you're at, let's say, level three of heaven, you can go level two, one, the lower zone, and the dark abyss. You can go down as much as you want. You can go across as much as you'd like on that level, but you can't go higher. Therefore, the higher the spirit, the more you can roam the solar system, the galaxy, and around each planet is what we've been told in Reverend G. Bowens. It's around each planet, there's, there's bands, right? There's bands of heavens associated with the souls on that planet. You know, it's, depending on the level of planet, is it? And there may be, you know, levels below like ours, right? On the primitive or planet of atonement. But of course, the higher planets don't have it. A place like, uh, you know, purgatory or the lower zone, because those spirits don't go to, don't go there. They all go back to a little heaven, in around their planet. And what they've said to us is that if you look at our solar system and you look at the Earth and you put bands around the Earth of different levels of heaven, and then you you look at you know Saturn or you look at Mars, and there's bands around the Earth. Now, am I saying there's human life on everything? Well, some of them are spirit worlds. Some of them are they could have life on them but they're not within this dimension. They are in a different dimension, also within our same solar system. That is why in the Spirits book, they talk about life in Jupiter. When I first read that, I go, well, that doesn't make sense. I don't know if I believe this. Then as I read more, what I found out is there's different dimensions within even our physical universe. Plus there are more types of universes. So is, this whole thing is a very complicated data structure, I believe, I could be wrong, this is my words. The way I think of it is that, and as you move, you're given more connections, the more data you're able to transverse, right? Um, transverse, you know, address different areas of communication, different areas of knowledge. You're able to, to bring whatever you need to bring in for you to be in an environment. That's why your mind can change you your, as you're a high spirit. You can create buildings, you can create your own environment if you want. But, you know, as a lot of people say, you know, well, we all create our own heaven, right? Well, that is, and I've talked about in other videos, but just real quick is the law of affinity, but it, it puts you with other spirits like yourself. And what you do really you, is you create, you create your environment in concert with other, other souls and spirits who think, you know, somewhat like you. So let's get back to Leon Denis, what he, what he tells us. So what he says, the purer they are, the freer they become. They move through this vast infinitude and travel to where their affinities or sympathies call them. That's what I've just experienced. On the other hand, the inferior spirits weighed down by their fluidic density remain as if wedded to it, close to that earth on which they have dwelt, circulating through its atmosphere and mingling with its humankind. The perceptions and happiness of the spirit do not depend upon its environment. They are the outcome of its inner state, the resultants of acquired perfections. A backward spirit whose paraspirit is dense and full of darkness may come in contact with some radiated soul whose subtle envelope responds to the most delicate influences as well to the most intense vibrations. Each bears within itself its glory or unhappiness. 
So, and then the level of vibrations, you know, our, our, our minds function at a certain, certain vibration, higher spirits minds separate at a certain other vibrations. And then the lower spirits of the spirits who are around us on the lower zone or below also go on a different vibration. So even within this, they're in a, they're in a, a different vibration. Of course, everything is created by the universal fluid. So the soul's condition in that life which lies beyond the grave in elevation and its degree of felicity depend upon its faculty to feel and perceive, which are proportional to the moral, more or less advanced state of the spirit. Even on earth, we find that intellectual enjoyment is proportionate to mental culture. Art and literature, the best achievements of civilization and the highest flights of genius are alike beyond the appreciation of the savage and indeed beyond that of many of our own countrymen thus the spirits of a lower nature like blind men surround the surrounded by the daylight or deaf persons in a concert remain indifferent and insensitive in front of the wonders of the infinite one he goes on to, to talk about what you know what the lower spirits what, what their life is like the spirits enwrapped by dense fluids are subject to the laws of gravitation and are attracted by matter under the influence of their gross appetites, the, molecular, the molecules of their fluidic body are close to external perceptions, and they remain slaves to the same material forces that dominate mankind. One cannot lay too much stress upon this fact, which is the very foundations of universal law and justice. Souls group and station themselves in space, according to the degree of purity of their envelopes. The rank of the spirit is directly proportionate to its fluidic constitution, which is itself is of the spirit's own making, the direct resultants of its past and of the deeds thereof. So what he's just described really is the, uh, the law of affinity, is that as the spirit creates by their own attitude and character and personality, their paraspirit reflects all this. And this is why... This is why when you read NDEs and you read about uh, people seeing high spirits, they'll say, oh, I, I saw the spirit. It was so bright. Let me give you, it was so bright. I could just barely make out a face, right? And so what happens is exactly as Leon Denis is describing it, right? As you get higher, what you do is the, it's the, the brightness of an angel of a higher spirit isn't because they have this energy within them and it, it, it pulsates out. It's because they have so much love that the, the love that permeates through all of God's creation reflects off their body because of their purity. And that creates the, the brightness. So when you, when I read NDEs and they, an ND person will say, well, you know, I, I went to this place and I, I saw people I knew and I could recognize them. I recognize old family members. But then this one person came in so bright, I could like barely make out their face. It, you know, it was an angel. And to that person, it was a very high spirit. But if another spirit on the same level of that bright person would see that person as a normal, uh, you know, model of a, of a human, for instance, let's say, or whatever planet they're on, they would be in that, in that shape or however they wanted to look what their mind wanted them to look because your, your mind, you know, uh, affects your appearance, your clothes, anything you want. So that is why 
when people have had visions and they see these higher spirits, it's like this bright, shine angel. And this brightness makes it look like they have wings because of the, the reflections from their body. And, of course, this is what Leon Denis has told us. So, let me go on. So what he's saying then, souls group and station themselves in space according to the degree of purity of their envelopes. The rank of the spirit is directly proportionate to its fluidic constitution, which itself is of the spirit's own making, the direct resultants of its past and of the deeds thereof. This is what determines its position. In this does it find its reward or chastisement. While the pure spirit is freely moving through the vast and radiant heavenly spaces, visiting the worlds and tearing them as it lists, encountering scarce any limits to its freedom, the impure spirit is constrained to abide in the vicinity of material worlds. Just like I described, you are bound by, you can go your level and below, but not above. Between these two extreme states, there are numerous in intermediate degrees in which similar spirits can come together, forming veritable heavenly societies. The community of thought and sentiment, the similarity of tastes and tendencies, unite these souls in great families. So, again, the law of affinity. And, of course, think, of course we have to have a law of affinity. Because if everyone who died... In, in people who are primitive or whatever, and everybody could create their own heaven or their own hell or whatever they want it to be, the, it would just be complete chaos. There'd be if you went from one person's heaven to another person's hell, you would change the environments you go through. There was everything would be completely fluid all the time. Therefore, it all makes total sense from uh, you know a data gathering set and and a, and a place where not to make everything too chaotic is that you that they would settle into levels and pools of people who are alike and look at the world and want to fashion their own environment in a similar manner now he goes on to talk about what what's the life of advanced spirit like oh before i say that talking about roaming there's a story uh my wife actually heard by um it was in portuguese but i'd like to retell it and they were talking about that Chico Xavier one time was interested about, you know, what what the earth was like. He's a very, you know, he's a great Brazilian uh, medium. And he wrote uh, the book, No Solar, which I recommend everyone to see. In fact, here, let me push this here. So if you ever read No Solar or see the movie, the, the movie is called Astral City. It's in Portuguese, but it has uh, English subtitles, and I recommend it completely. You can find a link to it on my website, nwspiritism.com. Here's a picture of the city as drawn by a medium who had that ability to, and Chico, Chico said, yeah, that's what it looks like right there. Well, anyway, so one time he was there, and he was interested in what the whole universe was, and, so, and then the spirit of Emmanuel said, okay, let me take you, and then he took Chico with him, and he went, and he, he went, in, you know, beyond the earth, beyond the planets. He started to go, you know, where he could see the whole solar system. He went almost, you know, to where he could start seeing the galaxy. And Chico said, no, that's enough, right? Uh, you know, I'm, let's go back home. And then also there's the NDE who I've had to report on is uh, he, he was taken. 
in those other NDEs where people are taking around the universe. They'll see crab nebulae, they'll, they'll see galaxies. And it's just all, and of course, this is, there's no speed of light. It's all the speed of thought, right? You know, as I keep telling everybody, what the spirit world is like is more fantastic than any fantasy or science fiction book that I have ever, or probably anyone's ever read. Now, if you find something that's similar to that, please let me know. But if you really want to read something completely fantastic, read Chiva uh, um, Owen's book, read my books, Heaven and Below, Spirit and Spirit Universe, and how we're guided by spirits. That will tell you exactly the environment we live in, where we are going, why we are on Earth, and what power we have when we enter this world. And what I'm trying to do with this information and information from Leon Denis is not to say, oh, no, you have to be good because, uh, you know, otherwise no one likes you, right? Something like that. No, what I'm trying to say is if you learn and study and try and change your character to the good, study about the spirit world, study how one should, you know, follow the golden rule, this is what is awaiting you. This is what is out there. This is the reward for charity, fraternity, and loving your fellow men and women. That is all I'm trying to say. And the more you understand about the spirit world, the more that what you can do is you, you, you have the motivation to deconstruct your attitudes, your primitive attitudes, envy, hate, jealousy, right? And, and you can do that because you can also get rid of, let's, let's give, get, I'll give you one example. The quest for revenge because someone did you wrong. If you understand spiritism, you'll understand that karma controls our present life and what we do in this life will then create the curriculum for the next life. And it will, it will determine the trials and tribulation of whatever spirit that needs those trials and tribulations, needs those classes on earth. Therefore, if someone does something wrong, you don't have to be the judge and jury. You don't have to teach that person a lesson. That person will be taught a lesson by the actions of karma, and the spirit world will take care of all that for you. So the more you understand, the easier it is to become a better person. So let's talk about the life of an advanced spirit. This is what he says. The life of the advanced spirit is essentially active and fatigue is unknown to it. Distance does not exist for the spirit, which moves with the rapidity of thought. Its envelope, which resembles a light haze, becomes so subtle as to be entirely in, invisible to inferior spirits. It sees, hears, feels, and perceives, no longer by those material organs which are inner between nature and man, which intercept in transit the greater number of sensations, but directly and without intermediacy through every portion of its being. Hence, its perceptions are inc incomparably clear and more varied than our own. The superior spirit would seem to be bathed in an ocean and an ineffable sensation. Ever-changing pictures unroll before it, and wonderful harmonies ceaselessly resound. Color has a perfume and scent becomes audible, but exquisite as its surroundings may be, the spirit can isolate itself and meditate when it so wishes by enfolding itself in the fluidic bell, which effectively isolates it in the middle of throng space. Now, what he said has been seconded by uh, other medium 
spiritist mediums in, in books by Alan, uh, not only Alan Kardec, Reverend G. Val Owen, Devaldo Franco, and of course, my, you know, the wonderful Chico Xavier. And they say, and what we've been told is that, and what Leon Denis says, you know, we have sensations and everything's translated because of our organs, but when you're a spirit, you sense it, right? Because you have you have the ability, and the higher you go, the more your ability is to sense all the data around you and know what it is, right? And it all, all becomes it's all all interpreted correctly. So it is, and what so what we're told here on Earth, us here humans, we can only really see about one eighth of what is around us. They're always talking about in uh, in the levels of heaven. There's colors. They try to describe colors. They say, oh, I, I'm sorry, I can't describe this color. It's like a, a brighter, you know, violet. It's like a violet with more red, but you, you know, you can't see it. And of course the sound was wonderful, but you can't hear that sound. There's so many things. And, and she goes, well, why, you know, why are we so regulated? Why do we have to come to earth? Why can't we learn and become a better person in the spirit world? And the, the reason for that is because being here on earth in a physical cocoon that we are in this diving suit, it limits, it limits us and it makes us really concentrate on re rewiring our character and personality. Whereas you, you could still be extremely happy and, and not advance that much in the spiritual because it's so nice. And that's why a lot of us have to come back to earth. So we get that last remnant, right, of, you know, angriness or selfishness like me, pride, right? We get that out of our system. It's not easy. That's why we go through life after life after life. So let me continue with Leon Denis. The, this is what he says. The advanced spirit is untrammeled by any bodily requirements. Food and sleep are no longer necessary. Now, He's talking about an advanced spirit. Now, the spirits who are on the lower levels of heaven, and, and of course down below, they have they they think they get hungry, right? And in fact, there was this great. It wasn't in the movie No Solar, but it's in the book No Solar, when the governor of the city was trying to get people in a it, it, just to you know drink these fluids, right? It's because it gives them energy. When you're an etheric being, you don't need heavy food, right? You're not as material. And of course, then the, the the community said, "No, no, we still we still want our our food because you know we like it's a great habit and you know we enjoy eating." Which of course I, you know, one can I can understand that completely. I enjoy eating, and so the governor was trying to say, "Well, you don't need to, but you know, if you want to, uh, he, you know, he could give them little things, but he did cut back so they can learn because if they didn't learn, they wouldn't they wouldn't rise and." The next level of heaven of course that's you know if they don't want it they don't have to it's you have free will but as you go higher and higher you're going to have so much stimuli and sensation and whatever work you're doing you're going to love it and be so enticed by that by that task you won't even think about things like eating and sleeping you're just you know you want to go and do what you're doing so on leaving earth it has forever left behind it, the vain worry, fear, and all the evil illusions that prison the life of man. The inferior spirits carry away with them beyond the grave their material habits, needs, and preoccupation. Being unable to rise above the earth's atmosphere, they return to share in the life of men and take issues in their battles, their labels, 
labors, and their pleasures. Their instincts and desires, which are still alive, quickened by continual contact with men, beset them, and the material impossibility of satisfying these become a new source of torture. And of course, you hear that in other, other books, too. And in fact, on the Reverend G. Vowell, in, in one of the chapters I talk about in Heaven and Below, this, the lower levels of heaven, they're psychically still in tune with Earth, and they will feel like in World War II, they felt the, the, the amount of anger and hate rising from the Earth. In fact, even other planets felt it. But, and they, but they're, they still, you know, they still are, are affected by, you know, religious differences and maybe political differences. And, you know, because these, these immediate cities above geographical areas, like No Solars above Rio de Janeiro, they still feel an affinity with their country or their city or, or, or their culture, right? But as you go higher and higher, one learns, a soul learns that this, we're all part of God's and, and Jesus's uh, colony, right? We're all part of, uh, we're all a, a spirit, a soul. We should all love each other equally. And people learn that they, they teach them that and they go higher and higher as they wish. So, Leondini continues, spirits do not require speech in order to make themselves understood. Every thought is reflected in the paraspirit, like the image in the mirror. They exchange ideas without effort and without a bewildering, and with a bewildering rapidity. The superior spirit can read the mind of man and discern his most secret intentions. Nothing is hidden from it. It scans all of nature's mystery and can, if it chooses, pursue its explorations to the entrails of the earth or to the bottom of the sea, there to ponder upon the remains of submerged civilizations. It passes through the densest bodies and kingdoms inaccessible to the vision of man are as open book to the spirit. So, again, this is what we've been told in other books. Nothing is hidden. And even lower spirits can read our minds, not as, not as um, efficient and complete as a higher spirit, but even lower spirits can read our mind and they can try to give us thoughts. That's why we always have to be able, that's why we're on earth, right? We're learning to filter bad thoughts and accept good thoughts in our minds through our conscience, right? That set of divine laws. So, then he talks about errant souls. Now, what is an errant soul? An errant soul is someone who really doesn't belong, is probably mostly in the lower zone wandering around. This is what he says about errant souls. While the souls that are liberated from terrestrial influences, having formed themselves into sympathetic groups of which affection and comprehension are the component elements, they live in a state of perfect equality and absolute happiness. The spirit, so let's, Let's not finish uh, high spirits just yet. So one thing I like to say is, so here's a picture uh, for those on my podcast. I Oh, just let you know, I do have podcasts. I'm on Spotify. You can look up Spiritism or Brian Foster. Uh, you can get that. People are, I've done that for a couple months. I'm getting more and more people listening to that. But you can, of course, you can also, go to YouTube or Bitchit channel and you can actually see um, what I'm saying on my 
Spiritism YouTube channel, channel and the Spiritism YouTube channel. Please subscribe and share these videos. So let's go. And let me just one thing is let everybody. So if you really want to know more about heaven and what it's like, I and I cannot stress enough is if you read my series of three books, Heaven and Below is book one, Spirits and the Spirit Universe is book two, and How Spirits Guide Us is book three. You will have a very good understanding of the organizations, the processes, the attributes of the spirits, how, you know, how spirits ascend from level to level, how spirits help, how spirits guide the entire universe, and what is the future of Earth, the ultimate future of Earth. This has all been revealed to the Reverend G. Bao Owen, who wrote, who, who psychographed a series of books. What I have done is taken his book and I've co collected them into categories, you know, heaven, the different levels of heaven, how spirits are taught, how, you know, what the attributes of spirits are, etc. And I've, and I've reinforced what the Reverend and added to what the Reverend G. Bowen said by literature from other spiritist mediums. Devaldo Franco, Yvonne Piera, Chico Xavier, to name a few. So I'm trying to create an area where you can look at these things and decide for yourself how fantastic or un unbelievable as it may seem to anyone, right? So this is, uh, I, I really recommend that, or, or, or you know, read the Spirits book yourself, read Leon Denis, Find G. Val Owen, right? Read his books. It, it, you know, that's another great way to do it. Now, what I have done in my book, How to Live Inner Peace Through Spiritism, is I am talking, okay, so with Heaven Below in those three books, and I've had other books besides, but I'll just concentrate on, on these four right now for a minute. This is how you ascend here on your life on Earth. And this book was written. There was a poem with 24 verses given to Chico Xavier by the spirit Andre Luis, who is the spirit author of the whole series that uh, Chico Xavier and El Solar, of what states we need to do, how, how we need to improve ourselves, what do we need to attain in order for us to become better spirits and to rise into heaven when we pass over from this physical body. And now, I am working on this one right now. This should be out on audiobook pretty soon. I do have uh, an audiobook on the seven tenths of spiritism, which I have. It's been out there for about six weeks so far. This is uh, August twenty first, two thousand nineteen. This how seven tenths of spiritism is really is more of my personal how I found spiritism, how I started to notice the signs and signals of you know from the spirit world of you know don't do this do that kind of go in this direction it's it's more of a personal what i've gone through and then what are the seven tenets and how they affect my as well as probably your daily life again this is on kindle paperback and now it's on an audiobook so i've had quite a few people buy this already an audiobook for those who like to to you know listen while you're in your car or jogging or walking whatever uh this is out there so let's get back to Leon Denis. 
He's talking about errant souls. So, for errant souls, he says, one meets in erraticity an immense crowd, always in search of a better state, which flees them. So they're always, they're always like, I just can't get there, right? They, they, the problem. These poor souls, you know, God love them. They, you know, they want to talk to their family. Of course, their family doesn't know they're there. They have no uh, consciousness of them being next to them unless they're a medium. And there's this one poor inner soul uh, that was in in one of the uh, in the book, the magazines by Alan Kardec. And he talked about that. They asked him, "What do you do?" He goes, "Well, you know, they. I used to. I go to my friend's house, but they used to talk about me. But in a sense, I've been dead for a while." They don't talk about me anymore. I'll, I'll go to theaters and plays, but I, I really don't do anything. And he goes, well, you know, isn't that, isn't that what you always wanted? Because you said in your life you were lazy, didn't want to do anything. And he says, well, it's horrible. Now, I, you know, I can't. I can't, you know, I, I want to be better. So to make a long story short, they said, well, why don't you pray and meditate? And, what they, and they talked to him later, a couple months afterwards. They said, well, I talked to a higher spirit, and he's told me to, Try to do good things for people. And now I'm doing that, and I feel really good because I'm actually doing good things. And another spirit came and said, yes, this guy is on his way not to be an errant spirit because an errant spirit is like tied to materialism. And you know, the, another sad fact is a lot of errant spirits who were alcoholic are drug users, and then they, they gather around a physical human being who is an alcoholic, try to get them to take drugs or drink or whatever, they need so they can feel right they read their mind they read their feelings they can feel the effect of that state very sad so so what he says is there are numerous innumerable spirits that float uncertainly be hesitating between righteousness and unrighteousness truth in air light and shadow just like the the spirit that they talked to in this mediums meeting Others are plunged into loneliness, darkness, and sadness, are wander hither and thither, begging for a little kindness and sympathy. Oh, I've been in um, mediums meeting where you just hear these spirits. And on a spiritist center, they'll have these mediums meeting, not, not for people to come and get messages from uh, uh, relations who have passed on, but they, they have, you know, those are other me mediums meetings, but they also have meetings to help spirits who are errant souls. Some don't even know they're dead. Some know they're dead, but they don't really know what's going on, right? They've never, they never taught, thought spiritually, right? They were very connected to the earth. Very sad stories, right? I remember this one where this woman came and she was crying and she says she, her face is disfigured and she just, and she, you know, her, her life was terrible. And this was, I think, like 2014 or something. And then he goes, oh, my husband locked me up. He beat me. He put an iron on my face, disfigured my face. And then, so she was trapped in her own mind, right? That she's just, and she had this hate and she had this, you know, and she was trapped on earth around Rio, right? I was in the in Rio de Janeiro then. And then her husband who was her husband and, you know, their real life, came and talked to another medium. He says, I am so sorry for what I did. I, you know, back when we were married, you know, the woman was still the property of the man. So I thought, oh, my God, this must have been, you know, 100 years ago. And they're still on Earth, which you hear a lot. Some people are on Earth for a long time. 
and and then and so you can just see it's this 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 dynamic between the two of them kept them locked on earth they weren't the woman wasn't on was unable to forgive and the man was still trying to have you know talk to the woman directly where he should have just concentrated on his own spirit and then gotten a little bit advanced and then enlisted other spirits to help him help her you know, also there's a great and i forgot what book this was in about this woman who you know was just in in the lower zone wandering around and and she was talking to Andre louise she goes i don't know what's going on he goes you know i you know my priest promised me i would be in heaven and i've been wandering around here and people are mean to me people are telling me what to do he goes you know I, I made sure I, you know, I, I treated my slaves correctly. I gave, I told my son to keep giving money to the priest. He promised me that I would be just treated wonderfully in heaven. And of course, you know, this must have been hundreds of years since she's been in that in that zone, and she's still there because she still, she still thinks she because she has money and she gave money to the priest. She should be treated like like the uh, princess she thinks she is. So. I mean, you, you see this all the time, and they can't let themselves go of this life. Oh, another Facebook user said, hello. Hello, if you could, it's not telling me your name. So if you'd like to tell uh, tell me your name, I you have to would type that in. I don't know why that error is, is on tonight. So, I mean, these, these are just the things. This is why, uh, you know, I, I at least try and sometimes I always say is, if you don't believe anything I say, and if you're a complete atheist and you believe that you know you'll just go back to the elements when you're dead, keep a little bit of your mind open. Oh, there could be something else, and then latch on to that bright light and be as humble and listen as much as you can. So we go on with Leon Denis. He says that selfishness and ignorance and all manner of defects rule in this aimless state where the influence of matter still prevails. Good and evil are there side by side. It is an antechamber to the luminous space, to the happier regions. All pass through, all abide there a while, but only to rise higher presently. The revelations of spirits concerning the life beyond the grave teach us that, it is, that in it there is no room for sterile contemplation of our idle beatitude. Every region of the universe is peopled with busy spirits. Everywhere, throngs and myriads of souls are ascending, descending, ever actively engaged, whether in the spaces of light or in the darkest region. Here is a vast audience gathered together to receive the teaching of some superior spirits. Beyond, groups are forming to welcome some new newcomer. Further on, spirits are engaged in combining fluids in a thousand shape and a thousand colors according to the subtle ends to which they are destined. Elsewhere are multitudes surrounding the revolving planets and following their revolutions. These are dark and somber gatherings that influence, unknown to themselves, the atmospheric conditions. Luminous spirits, speedier than light, likewise traverse these terrestrial atmospheres, bringing help and comfort to needy mortals. Each plays his part and contributes to the great work in the measure of his merit and degree. The whole universe evolves. Worlds and spirits alike pursue their eternal course, consecrated to diverse works and ever drawn towards a higher state. Some progress to realize, some science to acquire, some sorrows to extinguish, some remorse to calm, some errand of 
human love, expiation, devotion, or sacrifice. All these motives stimulate, urge, and impel them on the path of duty. In this shoreless and limitless immensity, motion and life incessantly reign. Inaction and immobility are equivalent to retrogression to death. Under the impulse of the great law, beings and worlds and souls and suns all gravitate following the stupendous orbit traced by the divine will. So what he's telling us is a great truth. Everything evolves. Everything is always ascending. The earth was a primitive, a primitive planet. Now we're a planet of atonement. We will become as us here, spirits here on earth. As we advance, we will become a planet of regeneration. When we're not in the spirit world, we'll be here. We'll be lighter. Our, our life will be more wonderful. There won't be wars. won't be poverty. Things will be better and better. But every soul is always going up. Now, people can ask me, well, you know, at some time, the sun will burn out. The earth, you know, will be sucked into this red giant. The sun will expand. Or even the universe, you know, billions and billions of years, the universe will go dark as energy will, will stop. Well, that may be true. But God's creation is multiple universes. We will be somewhere else. We will be on other planets. We'll be in other universes. We will be in other dimensions. More universes, as needed, will be created. For some reason, which I do not understand at this moment, the spirit world wishes to create more and more spirits. Spirits are always being created, and spirits are always being educated. And as Leon Denis, there's always evolving to higher and higher levels. Why this is so, I do not have the answer. But some, for some reason, God and his spirit lords who interpret God's messages are committed to creating more and more planets, more and more universes, dimensions to create more spirits who would rise at some day to become a perfect spirit. Therefore, you will never have idleness if you don't want. You will always have a job. You will never be unemployed in the spirit world. I can guarantee it. So, now Leon Denis talks about the higher life. This is what he says. When the virtuous soul has vanquished its passions and discarded its wretched body, instrument of suffering as of glory, it takes its flight through space in quest of its immortal brothers. Transported by an irresistible force, it passes through regions in which all is beauty and harmony. It beholds much that the human tongue is too poor to describe. But above all, what a relief, what an entrancing joy to have broken those chains which riveted it to earth. To be conscious of the freedom of space, to plunge into limit, limitless vacancy, to float in the ethereal ocean which overlaps the uttermost objects of majestic worlds. Imagine going to different worlds, going to different places. Imagine just being free to roam where you want. And imagine to always being intellectually uh, stimulated, just learning new things, looking at different worlds, looking at different cultures, looking, helping plan the trajectory of a, of a, a human-like race, helping plan the trajectory of their history, which the spirit world does for us. They plan on the trajectory of our whole culture and planet. Now, many people say, well, it haven't done a very good job or not in very good shape. Well, these things take a long time. Us learning, us humans, we're pretty stubborn, and we don't get subtle hints very well. Therefore, some of the hints have to be, you know, 
hit you on the head practically. And we're immortal. We have plenty of time to learn. But so therefore, and then there's other other uh, descriptions of there in the great in some of the books by uh, Emmanuel, who psychographs them through Chico Xavier, is talking about uh, Alcyone, who you know was on this planet. She wanted to come back to Earth, but this was a very I think I think it was you know very high level planet regeneration or a happy planet. And they said, well, why do you want to come back to Earth? You know, it's just like, it's terrible. Because now I, I, no, I want to go, I want to help someone. She wants, you know, to help her, uh, a man that she was in love with. But, you know, she she lived, you know, she, the buildings were transparent. There were lights everywhere. She was, you know, working in this great job. And, you know, this is what we're hopefully, we are destined for, all of us are destined for. We're all going to be there eventually because... As, as Leon Denis said, there's always some, 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 something that's going to motivate us, right? The spirit world is going to try different ways. Just like a teacher at school is going to try to get a student to really latch on and get interested in a subject. The same thing was with us. Of course, that's why you're here listening to me. Some reason you've gotten some inspiration that you want to learn about spirituality and you want to improve yourself. Probably it wasn't a coincidence that you got on to my YouTube channel or my my blog or someone else's spiritual channel. It's this is to give you more information for you to make your free will choice of how you can improve yourself and what you're going to do. How much self discipline are you going to have? Are you going to study about spiritism? Are you going to concentrate on first getting rid of your primitive emotions? However you think is best, you know how to plot your ascendancy probably better than anybody else. Hopefully myself, other spiritists are just giving you the tools that you can take off the shelf and use. Let me finish on. The soul has finally rejoined those on earth who were near and dear, those who had preceded it into the new life, those who were, were its heart elect, the close companions of its strife and toil. They have come to welcome the enfranchised spirit as though it were a home-faring traveler from a distant land. Freely together do they commune, and the joy of their communications is still further enhanced by the recollection of the earth's sad memories, by the contrast of the present with that distressing part. Other spirits, fellow workers and earthly companions of long-spent ages, ages who have vanished during the past incarnations, are come to mingle with the first, all who ever shared in its happy or evil days, all those with whom it had lived are present to complete the glad reunion. So this is what you will see, right? You will you will come and you will be into this new body with your friends from far off ages. You know, just just uh, two weeks ago, I was at a, a spiritual healing center and. Chico Montero, the, the person that, and I've been to this healing center probably, you know, once, you know, once every year or so for, you know, quite a few years. And this time he came and talked to me. He said, he said, you know, in Portuguese, he said, you know, hi, Brian. And he said, do you know that we've known each other for 200 years? So here's another spirit that has known me in my existences 
for 200 years. That's a very short time. It's real life. But this shows you how everything is interconnected. Very interesting, is it not? So there's all these things, how people are related to each other that you don't even know. Your best friend that you just felt that connection with, right, when you were in third grade or fourth grade and you're still friends with today. Most probably that friend was something was someone who's been around the same level of you right in life after life as you went back to the spirit world you know some of the levels of heaven and you've you've planned your reincarnation together all these things affect affect us right that that woman who you love or the man who you love you feel that you've really gotten your 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 soulmate who you know have i been lucky enough to find that or is someone you've had probably previous marriages to previous families, your your children who have probably been your children before, or you know some sort of relation, most probably. That's is all the law of affinity, and that is all these people are here to help you become better people. So, Denis, Leon Denis goes on to say, how is it possible to picture the transports of the spirit at the dawn of this radiant new life? The heavy vestment, the cumbrous cloak which oppresses its every sense has suddenly been rent asunder. Behold, there it stands, a spirit arrayed in newborn perceptions. For it, narrow limits and brief horizons are no more. In their stead, there stretches a deep and luminous vastness, full of untold marvels, millions of suns of multicolored beams, heavenly emeralds and sapphires, great gems high, hung in space, each cohorted by a diadem of lesser spheres. These suns, which to man appears as mere sparks, the spirit now beholds in their magnificent and colossal splendor. Far greater are they than the sun which shone upon the tiny earth whereupon he dwelt. He sees how the mighty law of attraction binds each of these greater worlds to its appointed place and discerns in the vast dim depths those further huge stars which preside over the evolutions of these. Thus, before him, all these titanic torches of eternity revolve, gravitate, and bent upon their eccentric courses, intertwined like live balls of fire, manipulated by some invisible juggler. So, that is a vision of heaven. And it is a wonderful vision. And it's a vision of, of un unlimited expanse. And of course, if you would like, again, I can recommend, uh, there'll be links at, at this Facebook streaming. I will place this Facebook stream. I will place it in on YouTube and in BitChute. You can look for links on my book below, or you can go to my website, www.nwspiritism.com. Look at the right-hand navigation page, uh, bar, I should say, and there's links to either Kindles or paperback on all my books. And of course you click the picture of Alan Kardec to go to a spiritist bookstore and get that. Now, another thing, if you're interested in what we are doing here, I would highly recommend, and, and I've been talking to people uh, on this more and more often, is we would love to have you go to spiritismstudy.org. You can scroll down a little bit, you can click where you can get an appointment and you can talk to myself or uh, Sergio, someone else, we will sit either through Skype or WhatsApp and we'll talk about spiritism with you. We'll help you set up a you know, curriculum if you want. If you want to just talk about stuff, you want to talk about 
your impressions, your doubts, that's fine. You want to say, no, I don't believe this part. And I can say, well, yeah, that's something you're going to have to look on your own. So I've had many good conversations with people. I cannot recommend. I just love talking to, to anyone out there interested in spiritism. I would love to help anyone. And the conversation will flow in whatever whatever path you want it to flow. You, you know, it costs nothing. It, I will ask of nothing from you except for you to communicate and let me help you. I would love to do that. Again, go to spiritismstudy.org and check out the resources because what high spirits tell us is, yes, being a good person, loving everybody will definitely help your ascendancy into heaven. But what's really going to help is for you to understand heaven, study the spirit world, study what's effective, really study how to start rewiring those synapses in your mind to get rid of those primitive Moses. You have to learn more than just to keep your mouth shut and not say anything bad. You really need to think more, right? When you see that that person you never liked before, instead we think, well, God bless that person. You know, it, we don't get along now, but maybe sometime in the future, that person will be a great spirit, right? They'll, they're just maybe at an immature level at this present time, but someday in life after life, they will become a very mature and good spirit. So I want to leave you with that. I want to leave you saying that uh, God bless everyone. I hope that um, please like and share this on Facebook, share it to other Facebook sites. Please like and share, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And again, the links down below, you can find our books. And it, I think it would help you immensely if you want to explore. It's helped me immensely. I cannot tell you how much more calm, less stress, less anxious, knowing that we are guided by the spirit world and that that there's nothing to worry about. Our life, we're immortal. This is just one small class we're in. We are destined for great things, and great things await us on the other side of the veil. Good night, everyone, and God bless. <laughs>